how are you? It's me, Shauna Bryant. Welcome to the Possibility Show, where we are ruffling feathers <laughs> and really sticking the middle finger up to society's ridiculous expectations for mothers. Um, how are you? How was life? Um, we just hit Halloween, and then, you know, when Halloween starts, it's like, just going straight into Thanksgiving and Christmas and the holidays and everything just starts to get a little bit busier. Um, I've noticed the last two weeks, everything seemed to just fall on my shoulders and I forgot um, to email our coach for soccer practice that we weren't going. We had a school meeting that night. Um, homeschooling has been so busy and it's like, it, it seems like there's this automatic revert into or this automatic download that we all download into this almost busyness when we really really need to be slowing down for the holidays like the earth and the movement I'm not sure where you're listening from but right now in the United States it's fall it's legit fall it'll be winter here soon and instead of doing what the planet does you know it's the season of kind of like slowing down and the leaves are falling and it gets darker earlier um, instead of doing that and mimicking that in the natural world it seems like automatically right around this time when it really starts to get darker things get busier I don't know whether it's because the day is shorter so you add on more stuff that you have to do but I don't know about you I don't know if, if you kind of can relate but it's literally like okay I need to be aware now and just slow down so my list and my calendar and my um, just things of to do and, and meeting with people and school meetings and stuff. I'm literally putting the brakes on my calendar because it, I felt it the last two weeks I felt going, going, going. And then, you know, you, it's like you try to please the 14 year old. This is just for me. I have a 14, a 10 and a seven year old, but you try to please everybody like, cause it was Halloween, <clears throat> excuse me. And really like you can only do so much you're one human being holding the fort down for everyone and it's really really important to slow the f down and I'm telling you this I'm speaking to me I'm, t I'm talking to my friends about it it's like because everyone has said these last two weeks getting into the you know this the holiday season is totally picking up you can tell I mean right from Halloween it's like boom 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 you know um so I'm really speaking to myself and we're talking about this today, but it's really just about acknowledging the planet and the earth and you don't have to be so flipping busy, right? Like we could have a whole episode on like, what can you delegate? What can you say no to? What can you do? My coach, Lisa, um, she always says, do less better. And this is such an incredible time to do that. Like what more nourishing um, things can you do for your life, you know, that's not running around all over the place that doesn't like I'm looking at my calendar right now. It's just, you know, podcast interviews and, you know, yoga scheduled in there, which is phenomenal, but <clears throat> I'm trying to do a bunch of stuff for Halloween and then, you know, calls and Tuesday, Friday calls. And then the weekends are busy with all these um, activities, these nature things that we like to do. And while I think those are all wonderful, it's really nice to spend your weekends because my kids do, my two youngers do go to school on the weekend, or excuse me, during the week, Monday through Friday. So it really is a nice time for us in this moment, in this time right now to really buckle down and like, okay, what can we really 
say no to and what can we really um like what is a hell yes and what is something that's not that's not a no I mean, I mean that is a no that you can just simply say no um so that's just my that's my kind of um I don't know invite if you will to kind of really pay attention to the the planet changing right now like we're going into this beautiful darker season and the moon and and full moons and Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and the different time and we're going to do the time change and all of that stuff. So how can you, instead of ramping yourself up and signing up for more things and signing up for one more, you know, we went to our school meeting and they had these, um, these, uh, volunteer, um, pieces of paper out, you know, they, they do that at all the school meetings. They're like, Oh, volunteer to do this and volunteer to do that. And I didn't sign up for anything. I was like, guys, you know, I just didn't sign up for anything and I'm okay with that. That took me a long time to get there, 14 years to get there. Um, but I didn't sign up for anything. I, I will volunteer, um, if I can, I'll donate a bunch of stuff because they're having this big holiday market, which is so cute. It's like this little great fundraiser in the next couple of weeks, but I don't have to lead it. I don't have to participate my time. And I know that might sound sound selfish or however you might perceive it. But me, I'm noticing that I'm ramping up and now I created an awareness around that and now I'm slowing down. Um, And that's okay. So in any case, the post, or not, not the post, but the, the topic of today's podcast is really, 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 really juicy, and I'm so excited to share. I've been <clears throat> talking about it um, on social media. We have a really incredible masterclass coming up. You guys can go check it out, um, shaunabryant.com. It's, it's actually S-H-A-U-N-A. It's not W-N-A. Um, shaunabryant.com slash rebel. So we have this new masterclass and this is one of the posts that we shared and it got so much. I only posted it two days ago, but people were sharing it and like, you know, hell yes. And then, you know, obviously a lot of people didn't like it, but I'm going to kind of just tell you this and then we're going to chat about what it means and what it doesn't mean. So One of my posts that I shared was your self-care matters more than putting your kids first. So let me say that one again. Your self-care matters more than putting your kids first. So how does that make you feel? Um, How does that make you feel as far as um, like what? You know, if you were looking on social media, which you might have actually seen if you follow me on Instagram, it's at it's Shauna Bryant on Instagram or Facebook, but you might have seen that in the last couple of days. It's like it's a very in your face post um, that is meant for you to stop and to stop the scroll and to say, wait, what? What did she just say? Um, and the reason why I did that is it's because so many mothers, obviously mothers are my people that I've been helping for, I mean, even since I just started first with food and then moved into the self-care and the kind of identity realm, um, mothers have this thing that we've grown, we've all been taught this or shown this or modeled this and then even now society says this, that we just have to do it all. We have to sacrifice ourselves for the greater good of the family, like, um, like put the kids needs first, put the family's needs first. And then, and then what, 
like what happens after that? What happens after we do all that? So say you're doing that right now, even currently, like right at this very moment, say that you're the person that puts everyone's needs ahead of your own, right? So where will that cap out? Excuse me, cap out at, like where would that cap come? What will happen to you once you've already done that? Like, is there a max point? Is there a point where you go, okay, I did that. Now I can move on to myself. Or is it just this, this perpetual cycle of keeping, do, keeping on doing more, right? Like do it, do it, go, go, go. Like, and this is this pressure. I mean, obviously I can share a story about growing up with my family, um, but it's a cultural thing and a societal thing now because you don't want to, most mothers don't want to be um, viewed as selfish. That's like the biggest like slap in the face. If you were to think that somebody, my dog is wanting to come in. Um, you do not want anyone to think that you're selfish, right? That's like, you're a selfish mother. That's like the biggest <laughs> stab for a mother because our job, what we've been raised and what we've been shown and told and all of these things is that our job, our moral duty, our reason for, for existence is to put our family's needs first. So if you call a mother selfish or you, or, or even they think that they're being selfish, or even there's a possibility that someone would call them or think of them or view them or judge them as being selfish. That's like, for most moms, that's like a stab. That's like a stab right in the heart. Like, I cannot be viewed as selfish. Now, what I'm saying is, is where where is the max? Where is the like, you know, cap to you putting your family's needs first? Where 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 does it end? And where do you begin? Like, and this is such a, this is such, I could talk about this stuff all day long because if you're experiencing, say, you know, what the stuff that we've talked about before, and if you're on my newsletter, we talk about overwhelm and burnout and stress. And I think I might've shared recently, um, I wrote, I read an article that Forbes magazine said that mothers are experiencing a 75% increase in depression and, and anxiety um, since March of 2020, you know what I'm talking about, the start of this thing. Um, and here we are, it's November of 2021. We're almost into a new year. And <clears throat> clearly, clearly, and you can just look at this in your own life. You can look at the, the females in your life. Maybe it's your mother, your grandmother, your friends, your, your people that are in your existence, even community or at work or churches or blah or whatever, right? You can look inward and you can also just look around you, right? Look around you and see this, what do I want to call this? This, um, I don't even know what to say. I don't want to say pandemic, but it's like this, like, um, I'll think about it. It's this happening for women, especially mothers, that it's like this, this thing that's happening to women that they cannot break free from all of that stuff, all of these symptoms, all of this mom guilt, all of this, um, 
you know, the need to just do it all. Like we, I think we um, have shared or talked about this before. Like my therapist told me that I must plate spinner, right? Like I'm just juggling these ceramic plates. I was when I first started going, I think that was like seven or eight years ago. But I had so much going on with me and the kids and the working and starting a business and trying to exercise and hold down the fort while my husband worked a ton. And I just had too much stuff. We, we Then we had bought our property, what, four or five years ago. There was just so many things that I was doing. And she's like, it was just a matter of time, which happened, um, that you're going to drop these plates. And, and mine was in a form of like a, like a burnout. Like I could not get up. I was so exhausted and so depressed. And so all of these just really not good feelings, right? Like so tapped out of mothering and tapped out of my relationship with my husband and tapped out of life, right? Um, and, and it wasn't until that moment when I had that kind of like breakdown, if you will, um, that I realized like, holy shit, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep um, running on this hamster wheel trying to make everyone around me happy when I literally was neglecting myself, literally neglecting myself. And I think it's a very cultural thing now, like mothers are trained because we're shown this growing up that we must put everyone's needs ahead of our own. So I'm going to ask you how, if you're experiencing anything like depression, anxiety, health issues, migraines, stomach upset, terrible sleep, you know, lack of sex drive. I mean, you can talk about all of this stuff. How is that working out? Like, how is it working out for you to be continually bending over backwards for everyone else? And then you're not even on your radar, right? Like all of the stuff that we've been doing just in my business at, for Shauna Bryant, um, in the last, I'd say almost three years has been solely focused on the mother taking care of themselves and like going up and pushing against all of this stuff that we are trained to believe that we have to self-sacrifice. We have to put everyone's needs ahead of our, of ahead of our own, our head of our own. But it's like, where is that leading women? And, and if this, that, that Forbes magazine article did not, is not saying anything, especially since this last shit, sheer, shit show of a year, if it's not showing where we need to focus, then I don't know what else will, right? Like, what do you think that that constant bending over backwards, it's like this, like this feeling of, I have to keep doing more and doing more and doing more and putting more stuff on our plates and, 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 you know, juggling all these, juggling all these things at what point and, and, and like, at what cost will it, will you be able to, to stop, right? To stop doing everything. Or like my coach says, like doing less better. So you have more time to focus on yourself. You know, like we are in, in what my whole, point and focus is in my business is to help mothers gain themselves back, like get home, like get inside of their hearts again. So they know their value. They know their worthiness. They know that despite their chore list, if it gets done or not, like despite how well their kids are behaving or despite how clean the house is, or despite all of the stuff on the outside, they are still worthy and deserving of anything and everything they want in the entire world. But it really takes, it takes the shift in thinking, right? Your self-care matters more than kidding, putting your kids first. It takes the shift in thinking because we can't keep 
solving our problems with everything that created it. Does that make sense? Like it's an Einstein um, quote. I just destroyed it, but it's something like you cannot solve the problems with which you just created the problem with. So think about you and your self-care and and it's not just bubble baths. I mean, I can have a whole ep- another episode on what self-care is and is not. It's healing. It's whatever it is that you need, but it's not just these, I'm getting my nails done, right? Like those are amazing, but it's about going inward and healing yourself and giving yourself the respect and the dignity and the integrity and the love and the everything to nurture yourself, right? And to shed all of these feelings of these mom guilt, like the mom guilt for what? What is it doing for anyone? If you took time for yourself and you're really focused on your self-care, whatever that looks like to you, it could be seeing a shaman to heal trauma. It could be, you know, you know, um, expanding your spiritual journey. It could be leaving a job. It could be getting therapy with your partner. It could be getting therapy for your kids. Like there's, I don't know. It's just so, you know, I think I talked about this with my, um, my friend Sarah, when we did our podcast episode, but it was like tuning inward, like try something new, like go to Reiki, go to therapy, go to EDMR, go exercise or go, you know, what, whatever it is that you're interested in, if you have an interest in it, go do it. Try something different, you know? Um, But this healing aspect, it's like, what do you need? And then shedding all of the shoulds and the expectations and what will they think? And that is my whole, that's my whole underlying thing of my business is to help women get out of the shoulds and to dive in because we cannot be of service to our family and our community and do what we're here to do, whether that, like we've talked about this before, talked about it before, you, if you want to make tacos for a living or do barbecue contests, I don't know why I'm on food, maybe I'm hungry, um, or be the best mom or start a business or do art or all of these things that we've talked about extensively. You cannot do that if you're constantly worried about this fear of judgment or this fear of like, what will people think of me? Or, you know, because what it is, is you're disconnecting from yourself to put these other people on a pedestal. Like, and honestly, people are going to judge you. I've, I've heard this from my coach. It's like what I put into my practice all the time. Now people are going to judge you no matter what, like you can look at one thing. So if you just look, okay, um, here, I'm sitting here at my desk and I have a Yeti filled with uh, cranberry water. It's just cranberry juice and water. It's just diluted water, basically. And you can say, well, I really like this Yeti. It's a great brand. And then someone else will say, well, I hate Yeti because it broke one time on me or I dropped it in and, and it wasn't destru- indestructible like they say it is or whatever. I'm just making this stuff as I'm going along. Um And then another person's going to say, because I have a green one here and I have a blue one there, they're going to say, well, I hate green. (laughs) And I know this is so asinine, but it's like, oh, well, I only like the ones that have the sippy, sippy mouth on it. Well, no, I don't like that. I like, you know, another brand. I don't, you guys, you get the picture, but it's everyone, there's how many billions of people in the planet? Not everyone's going to like my green Yeti. And I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, it's just 
once you understand that people are going to judge you anyway, so do you want to put them on a pedestal and their thoughts and their likes and their judgment? They're probably miserable anyway, so why put that into you? Why put that on onto you and live your life based on that human being? Does, does that make sense? So when we talk about judgment and fear and all of this stuff like last week's episode was on stop hiding for mothers because it was so rampant in our in a lot of our chats um, on Facebook and the groups and stuff that I'm in when you look at fear and you look at judgment and you look at yourself and your happiness levels and your you know say it's your job or your relationships or you being grumpy with your family or you running around like a chicken with your head cut off like think about the ways of being that you are being right like you're rushing and hurry up and mad at the kids and hurry up to bed and and i mean i can relate because bedtime still for me are a little like get to bed you know um but think about if you didn't have the pressure of what all the people think think about that how well you could live your life. If you just said, F it, I'm going to be me and I'm going to show up as the best mom that I can be or I'm going to find a new job because I hate my job and my boss is an asshole or something. I mean, these are just examples, but, you know, or you posting on social because you want to start doing a food blog or something. I don't know. Or if you are very good at something like art, I think I told you about that. We have a lot of artists in one of my groups and, you know, they're, they're, they have talked about how they were afraid to do their art because of what would people think, or is it good enough? You know, am I good enough? And it comes with all of these stories and all of this baggage. What about just sharing it? You know, like, what about just sharing yourself? If you want to start a business by actually just starting, you know, like I just started a podcast. I don't know how many months ago it was April, May, something like that. Um, I just started it because I talked about it for four years and I started my round of TCP and I'm like, I'm starting my podcast done. You know, I've want, I've held on to this. I have episodes that I've recorded like three years ago. Um, so it's like this fear of, 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 I don't know, success or the fear of what will people think? And, you know, I, I can just tell you from example, when I started my podcast, I recorded these, um, interviews an hour, one, two and a half hours was my other girlfriend um, and I sat on them. Honestly, I would think I sat on them for two or three years. No joke. And I'd go in and I would try to edit it. I'm not an editor. And now I know how to do it because I just figured it out online. But I was so scared to put it out. You know, so scared to put it out. Because I was afraid of like, what are people going to think? What Are they going to listen? Are they going to hate it? Are they not going to like me? Are they going to think I'm, you know, chody? Like... <laughs> And then this last, whenever I started it, um, I just said, I'm going to put it out. I'm just going to put it out raw, unedited. Like I put music, I think now, um, but I don't edit my podcasts. Um, I swear in them. I show up as me. Um, and that took a lot of courage from me, from this woman who was incredibly insecure, incredibly, oh my God, I was hiding for so long. And you guys, when I post these, these podcasts, it's a reflection of me and where I was at too. So there's no judgment there at all. I just, I've been there. So I know, and I can speak from, from experience and I know how it feels to want to just hide and not show yourself, but, but show your true self. But when you do that, like when you choose to hide, 
you're choosing to honestly like detach from yourself, right? You're choosing to live outside of yourself. Um, and how, how well do you think that will, will lead you? Like how well do you think that will, will go for you? How long do you think that will go for you if you just neglect yourself all the time, right? Are you a part of the, the, the study here of the 75% of mothers that have depression and anxiety? And if, if so, that's okay. Are you doing something for it? You know, are you still running around trying to serve everyone and self-sacrifice, you know? Like, are you still trying to be the soccer mom and the chauffeur and the chef and the errand runner and the bill payer and the doctor appointment scheduler and the, you know, soccer, football, music, and basketball mom? Are you, are you doing that? Are you doing it all? And then you're sacrificing yourself. You are the one who is, um, hurting because of it. And, and maybe you don't see the symptoms of all of that stuff. But if you're, if you're resonating with this, with the overwhelm and the mom guilt and the stress and the anxiety and the just fucking running around, like, do you resonate, do, does that make sense to you? And, and this is not a lecture, this is not anything, but we are our own, it's almost like we can be our own worst enemies, you know, we're trying to solve everyone's problems and we're trying to get in the middle of the kids arguing, I, I can relate. I still have a habit of doing that, but are you the person that tries to solve everyone's problem and then you're left, you know, what is it called? Shit out of luck at the end. Like you're like, whoa, no wonder I'm so snappy. You know, like I cannot, I, I one of my uh, clients I had, I don't know, last year or the year before, she's like, I'm in a deficit. I literally cannot get enough alone time because I'm at such a deficit over these years. And then you pile on 2020 and all this stuff that we're going, even currently, it's, it's too much. So that's where this is an opportunity to create an awareness around where are you at, right? Are you hiding? Are you not showing up? Are you afraid of what people will think? Are you, you having your to-do list literally define you? Because what happens, I know a lot of people are scared to slow down. What if I look inward, you know? I told one of my yoga instructors, she's now a um, hypnotherapist, which I'm going to go schedule an appointment with her. But I'm like, I remember being in that space eight years ago when I first started therapy. I didn't want to talk about the trauma in my life. That was really scary for me because I hadn't talked about it for 30, 30 something years, right? Or I don't know, just say 30 years. Um, Now, having gone through all the muck, you know, they say you have to go through it. You can't just go over it or around it. You have to like, literally, if there's this like bull in front of you, whatever that is for you, this is just speaking in trauma terms, but it could be a wide variety of anything. Um, but you have to face the bull head on, you know, like you can't just go, well, I'm going to go around the back door. No, you have to go through it to get over it, right? You have to, to get through it. You have to go through it. Um, so how, how are you showing up? What are you, what are you doing for yourself to heal, to show up and to have fun and play and connect and, um, be yourself, be your truth and come home to your body, you know, like what are you doing for you? And this is so, I mean, this could be a, a man episode too. Um, I'm not sure how many men listen, but it's like, what are you doing for you to nurture yourself and to heal? And 
Um, you know, I talk about my three pillars up speaking of my uh, masterclass that's coming up, but how I was able to kind of heal. Well, I mean, I try everything. I try shamans and Reiki and, um, EDMR and, um, talk therapy and regular therapy, hypnosis, blah, 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 courses and all this kind of stuff. Um, But what I've been able to do to get out of that burnout, you know, I think I've told you the candida and the adrenal fatigue and the just utter exhaustion for an extended period of time and unhappiness, depression, all of that stuff was I kind of created once I started diving inward and kind of really healing the trauma um, and, and really diving in to nourish myself. Well, that's one of the pillars. So it's nourishment. So it's like, What are you feeding your body? And this is not just food and water. This is like, are you drinking all the time? Are you feeding yourself hell of social media, right? Um, So nourishment, like how are you nourishing your soul? Um, The next one is connecting. How are you, connection is how are you connecting? Connecting with yourself, connecting with other people, connecting with your community, connecting to even like, um, say, uh, uh, spiritual realm, you know, this could be for you, God, whatever, whatever that looks like in your realm, but something higher than you. Does that make sense? So like, whatever that is for you, what is it? What is it? What are you connecting to? Are you connecting to your family? Are you connecting to your, um, community? Are you connecting just in something bigger than yourself? And then there's also a couple more. It's like, creative outlets like we all need a creative outlet mine is I don't know what is mine yoga um I get a lot of a connection with my um, one-on-one clients community like I love to connect with my people at my boys school um and are you having fun what are you doing for pleasure right so that's the connection piece so it's nourishment the food and water, like, um, you know, are you drinking a ton? Are you eating like shit? Um, are you not moving at all? Like it's food, water, sleep, rest. Are you really sleeping well? Like having great quality sleep, um, and then moving your body in ways that make you feel good. That could be yoga, exercise, hardcore dancing. It could be anything, riding a bike, whatever. Um, and then this is the most important one. And this is all stuff that we go into for our Rebel Masterclass. So it's next um, Thursday at 1 p.m. You can just look on seanobryant.com slash rebel. Um, this is one of the most important one. And we spend a lot of time on this one. It's your, um, wait, I just lost it. Oh, ownership. So <clears throat> what I've been saying in like all of my courses, all of my masterclasses, um, it's taking ownership of you, you basically, like your life, your health, your self-care, your time alone, your life, like, excuse me, you taking ownership. So this is like, it's basically like you're responsible for yourself, right? Like you can't control your kids. You can't control your husband. You can't, you know, you may try, Um, but you really truly only have control over your human being. So with that, it's like putting priorities into place. Like how can you prioritize you? How can you say no? How can you, um, really start putting, especially if you're, and we've talked about this so much, but if you are not on your list, like you need to be on your list every day. And if you're not on it or extremely low, like how can you start moving yourself up up the list um and creating like priority around 
you. And I know that sounds selfish, but I'm going to say F selfish because again, we don't want to be a part of this 75% of mothers who are literally anxious and depressed. That is toxic. That is low vibration. That is like, you know, medication. That's, that's stuff. We don't want to be in that because then that's all you're going to attract. Everything is going to be shitty from there on out. If you have, I mean, obviously you need to go to your doctor and all of that stuff. But what I'm saying is if you're starting to experience that stuff, we have to heal it. We can't just sit in it and be depressed and, and, you know, be alone. And all of these things that we're talking about, we have to make sure that we are doing our utmost you know, taking care of ourselves so we don't go into that route. Medication, whatever you need, great. Go see your doctor, great. But it's also when you tune inward and you listen to your body and we've been so disconnected from ourselves for so long that we don't even know, like, if you want to go, there's a fun one. I'm just kind of getting off topic for a second. But if you want to go find someone who is a ass kicker, Um, on social media, his name is Tommy John, and I think it is Tommy John the third, like three dots. Um, I have a third, so I know that. So it's like um, Tommy John and three eyes, like three little eyes, I think he is. It's He's so powerful. And then also Dr. Cassie Huckabee. Um, oh my gosh, these two together are just so wow. I mean, it's more in your face. I don't know if you can tolerate it. I can handle it. It doesn't bother me. Um, but it's like taking responsibility for your life and stop looking outdoors or outside or, you know, within certain systems or, you know, herbs or supplements or, you know, the doctors that really are doing a disservice to people because we're, we're disconnected from ourselves, right? Like we don't slow down enough to, to really heal and to figure out what we need. And so we just listen to these people are just like, oh, pills, prescriptions, medication, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, that's, that's kind of a side, side topic, but go check those two out on social media. And this final, this is still part of the ownership pillar, but it's your identity. Like, how are you showing up? Are you showing up as a struggling mom? Are you showing up as a grumpy, gripey, snappy mom? Are you, do you say all the time, oh, my kids don't listen, my kids are bad, or my husband's an asshole, or, you know, are you saying and, and, and identifying as these things? And then are you a struggling mom? Are you a stressed out mom? This is like identity. And we go so deep into this. And I, this is one of the, my pieces I can talk about forever. It's what I work with entirely with my one-on-one clients. Um, but it's the identity, like, who do you want to be? Do you want to be that struggling mom? Or do you want to be more of that empowered mom, right? Do you want to be that rebel mom that really just looks inward and knows unequivocally, without a doubt, 1000% that you are doing your best and your kids love you and you are the best mom for them. Like, think about that for just a second. Think about that and own that. And if you can operate from that place, which I teach you about in the actual masterclass, oh, it's just when you can operate from that, your whole life can literally change in such a short amount of time, just owning the fact that you're a good mom, right? 
who gives a shit about what other people think, who gives a shit about people are snarking, like snarking or making comments or whatever. Like it doesn't even register to me anymore that like, oh, maybe some of the moms think I don't do enough. Like that doesn't even register in my head anymore. I don't care. I mean, because I'm not thinking about that. So is that really what I want to put out? I'm not even thinking it. So if I think that people are going to talk poorly about me or something behind my back. It doesn't even register to me. Like that doesn't even, because we're all doing our best. We're all trying to, you know, raise these humans. But now my focus is on me. My focus is on me right now. And I know that can sound very selfish and I know that can be triggering for some, but I take care of my kids. My kids know I love them. I play with them. I do Legos, which I hate. <laughs> um, I, I play, um, we do hide and seek in the dark, which they love. It's hysterical. Um, I play with my kids. I hang out with my kids. I drive them most places and I'm help make their lunches and all of these things. But my kids know that I love them. I'm always there for them. However, on the flip side of that, they know that my self-care is a major priority for me and I'm training them to respect that and to respect me meditating and to respect me taking my bath and not bothering me when I'm taking, um, you know, reading or doing my meditation or letting me sleep in or at the end of the night, like done, quit it. I got to, I'm done. I'm going to bed now, you know? So it's, it's a whole circle, you know, it's a whole circle. It's this stuff didn't happen overnight and I'm still working on things. I still get grumpy at the end of the night is like, whoa guys, especially if I don't sleep the night before, but my kids know that I love them. My husband knows I love him. I'm literally doing the best that I can with our circumstances and I'm creating a different identity of myself to, to know that I am an empowered mom, to know that I am doing my best um, I'm trying to be a hundred percent more patient and there's things that obviously we all have to work on, but I don't let that stuff deter me in being who I am. I don't let my shitty days tell me that I'm a shit mom, right? Does that make sense? Like it's, it's, it's your choice to think the thoughts and to be the person that you want to be and show up and and not let the negative stuff come in your way. You know what I mean? So this is so, oh, we so dive into this in our masterclass. I really, really, really would love for you to come in because um, this is what it's about. It's about shifting things and and not just listening to things because society pushes it. I mean, sheep, you, there's sheep running around running the show, you know, like do you want to just keep running on, on fumes? Do you want to keep self-sacrificing and, and the selflessness and this martyrdom? Well, I did it, you know. Um, do you want to keep doing that or do you want to do something different, right? This more empowerment, this, this, like imagine you just teaching your kids to self uh, um, what's the word to respect themselves and that they are worthy and deserving no matter what, not, not, Oh, you're deserving after you have the clean house. Right. Um, but imagine instilling that, that they are worthy and deserving no matter what. And when you can, um, mirror, right. When you can mirror them and train them to, to be, these really incredible, independent, you know, free thinking, 
individuals when they grow up that they respect women, they respect themselves, they respect the fact that they can do so much. Like think about that, think about that in the long run. What you're doing now instead of just being this like almost like um, doormat for for our kids. I'm going to do another po- po- um, podcast episode on um, what it, what it, what's the title? It's like, uh, oh, Shauna, what is it? Um, are your kids owning you? Yeah. Are your kids owning you? Um, anyway, so I hope this is, I hope this is helpful for you. I, we've talked about a lot. Um, we've talked about self-care. We've talked about this Forbes, you know, the mothers are depressed and anxious and stuff. Um, and it's because we have these these ways, these beliefs, and these stories that like self-care is selfish. Like putting our needs ahead of everyone else's is 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 selfish, right? Like it's selfish if we do that. So if you believe that, what do you think that long-term consequence is for you, right? To be fully this person that just bends over backwards and then what went, wh- where is the end? Where's that end destination? That's what, that's what I mean when I'm talking about like a cap, like when will it be enough? And if you look at your family, no one is going to be happy. Someone's always pissed off. Someone always has some, some, especially with, if you have little littles and I'm not talking about neglecting. I mean, that that's, I've gotten that a lot, especially with the ad that we just posted, but it's like, well, I have a kid, you know, a baby. I'm not, we're not talking about neglecting. This is more of like you creating space for yourself, right? So your kids can see that. Imagine mothers with daughters. I don't have any. I only have three boys, but imagine uh, women with daughters and they're instilling in their kids this hustle, right? We're continuing this perpetual a chicken with our head cut off. Like imagine not doing it that way for the girls. You you want to know how strong and resilient and powerful our now girls turning into women will be that we if we stop this cycle of madness that you have to do more to be more. Imagine that. Like if you have daughters, imagine that. Like what are you training your kids right now? What are you teaching them? So they just follow it because we, we all are operating from our childhoods. That's it's indoctrination. You know, the, the hustle and the, you know, mom's got to do it all. And there's so many other indoctrinations. It could be even religion. It could be um, politics. It could be where you live, whatever. But we're all, we were all indoctrinated. We're still operating from these old systems. So what do you want your new system to look like? Do you want to stop the madness and the cycle? Or do you want to continue all of this stuff over and over and over and over again? I don't want to do that. I want to teach my boys to respect women. That is not our job to wipe your ass until you're 45 years old, right? I want them to be independent and respectful as all get out. I want them to respect a woman and hold her hand and say, how can I help you, wife? How can I help you with that kid of ours that we had together? You know what I mean? And I know this is, we're going on, we're almost 43 minutes on this, but this is so powerful and it's not to be judged. It's not to be looked down upon. It's not to be anything other than create, creating an awareness to where are you at right now and think about this long term. You know, I know we have a lot going on, but our kids matter, right? Taking care of them matters, but in a, 
in an empowered way, not just doing out of doing things out of sacrifice or obligation, but doing it because you love it. You know, you get to choose how you show up for them. You know, and I know stuff is hard right now for some people and with school and homeschooling and working and juggling and you might be a single parent, you might have, you know, help, you might not have help, you might have zero family. I know it can be challenging, but thinking about like, what do I want to show up as now with my children, no matter how old they are, right? Because every day you get to choose how do you want to show up? How do you want to show up for yourself, Do you want to be empowered and strong and thriving and like living in fucking bliss? Or do you want to be this, this stressed out soccer mom that is, you know, hustling to go sign up for the snack jar and the, you know, bring the snacks and attend the meeting and volunteer for everything. Screw that. If you have the capacity for it, do it. But if you don't say no, right? I mean, I could go on all day long. Say no, say no, and say no. Look at where you spend your day. And if you're tired at the end of the day or snappy all the time, or if you're like one of my clients, if you are in this state of like, um, what did I say? The the, uh, deficit, think about it. Like think about all the stuff that you do and how can you do less? How can you just be more and and accept yourself for who you are because you were made and you're here and, you know, however you believe the kids chose you or you chose them or there's all these talks about, you know, the you're a, when you're born, you're a fifth, four billion percent, you know, one out of four billion that you'll make it. I don't even know how, how the whole thing is. You might know. Um, but how do you want them to show up? How do you want to show up for them? How do you want to show up for your partner and in your work and your life and your, you know, you can't be your best when you have 50 fucking thousand things to do on your to-do list. You can't. So where can you trim the fat, right? Where can you do less? Where can you just have more fun and just say F the house for once or let me hire a goddamn nanny or a cleaner or let me go next door and see if the teenager wants to, you know, earn 10 or 20 bucks an hour. I don't know. I haven't had a sitter for so long, but where they can come watch the kids every once in a while. So you can just go sleep or rest or go to a dance or yoga class or, um, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's a lot. I know we all have our shit, man. We all do. But how can you look inward more? How can you dive into you and really just start operating from like, how can I be more confident and strong by like doing less and and enjoying more? You know, how can you just feel worthy no matter what? Here's one more thing and then I'm going to let you go. Well, two things. Go to shaunabryant.com slash rebel for our masterclass. It's November 4th. It's coming in a few days. 1 p.m. Second thing, go check out. If any of this is resonating with you, if you're getting triggered, if whatever, go to Amazon. I'll I'll click the, um, I'll put the, the link to this book in the show notes. Love yourself like your life depends on it. I've gotten all of my clients um, this book. Love yourself like your life depends on it. So every single day you need to be telling yourself you love yourself. I love myself. I love myself. I've I've read almost the entire book, but I got the whole gist of it basically. But 
practice self-love, practice self-care, practice like some kind of nurturing for yourself. Um, If you want to dive in heavily into this topic more, definitely go check out our Rebel Masterclass. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, You can always, always reach out to me on Instagram. So it's just at it's Shauna Bryant on Instagram and Facebook. I'd love to hear it. Um, We'd also love for you to leave a comment um, and a five-star review over on iTunes. Just search The Possibilities Show. I'm not sure where you're listening to this, but when you are able to do that, we are able to get more um, higher on the ranking list and then we can reach more people and, and they can listen and, you know, join along on the conversation. So uh, that was a lot. I will talk to you soon. Have a good night. Shine on everyone. Thanks so much for listening to The Possibility Show. The intro and outro music is none other than Stick Figure Music. I'm so grateful for them for allowing me to use that in my podcast. And make sure you give a follow and please, we'd love for you to leave a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, Just search Shauna Bryant or The Possibility Show um, so we can reach more women and help them um, become their greatest and best version of themselves. Um, so thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace out.